Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Emotionally Empowered Radio. Talk about it Tuesday. Um, my name is Ebony, and I am here with my co-host, Joe. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing good, thank you. How about yourself? I am fantastic. How was your Tuesday today? Slow. Slow Tuesday. Slow Tuesday, huh? Huh. Mine was, wasn't slow. I had a lot of stuff to do. I had a lot of stuff going on. Um, I see we got some listeners on already. Shout out to Juana. Shout out to Tamira. Shout out to Juan. Cherry is listening. Hey, Cherry. Hey, Juana. Shout out to everybody who's listening with us right now. I got to give a shout out to my daughter, who is my producer tonight. So we have producer Tamisha with us tonight. Hey, Tamisha. She want to stay behind the scenes. I guess she don't want to say anything. But we have an interesting topic tonight, Joe. Our topic tonight is 10 years later and he hasn't married me. Why am I still here? And I was giving this topic a lot of thought. And um, I think we're going to have some pretty interesting comments tonight. What you think? Always. For sure. Always looking for it. It might be, uh, you know, smoldering in the beginning, but eventually it's going to catch on fire. For sure, for sure. So, are you, um, do you have a live going tonight, Joe? I do not. Okay, usually you do, so I thought I would ask. Yeah, I just find that, um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. It's just, you know, with the lack of interaction on my side, you understand what I'm saying? Like, with you, you being that. a producer, look, hey, hey. Don't All do I'm that. saying is, hey, listen, not today. I don't have a live video going on today. Maybe tomorrow. I hear you. Tomorrow we don't even got a show, so don't say that. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you sure. Tried to sneak that one in here. <laughs> hey, I like your little background though. That's what's up. Work that crown, huh? Yeah, right. I had to find something because um, I don't want to show myself. 
I mean, hey, but you know, it would be good that if if you have like work that crown and next week you have something else, always a positive message, you know what I'm saying? Work that crown next week you might have to say something different, but that's pretty good. Well, I'm glad you like subliminal. So, so, so subliminal messages. That's awesome. The show, the show. Hey, Sierra. Sierra has joined us tonight. So this is the thing. I want to I jump into this topic. I know that a lot of people have some comments. I know some people were saying that they wanted to comment. Um, oh, Sierra, thank you. Um, the number for our guest to call in is 646-668-2863. So, hey, Jerry. Jerry just joined. If you should have a comment, you can always call in. Um, Producer Tamisha will make sure that, you know, if you're not trying to listen, you know, or trying to talk or whatever, you can just listen. Um, And we'll just do it like that. So, um, yeah, let's let's dive into this comment, this uh, topic. So our topic tonight is 10 years later, and he still hasn't married me. Why am I still here? Um. So, Joe, I know that you have a stance on this. You have a very powerful stance, right? Um, let me ask all of the people that are listening to please, please, please share the video tonight um, for us, you know, just to get us a little bit of exposure. Um, I have a stance on this. Joe has a stance on this. So, Joe, what do you think about this topic? I mean, how long are you willing to wait? When you're I ain't willing to wait for nobody. And why are you always making me go first? <laughs> I don't want to go first. Because I want to. Oh, because you the you the uh you the host. Ah, for sure. Listen. So um, I don't know. I just. I, yeah, I got a stance on it. I feel like um, the, what's the question? Why am I still here after 10 years and you haven't put a ring on it? Okay. So I took the liberty to uh, to guess or to suppose why, why a woman would stay. And I think um, that uh, this show is closely related or intertwined into the show that we did last week as to why uh, – I mean, you know, love isn't, or where, uh, what did I say? Uh, what did we say? Well, love don't live here. Love no don't I think that those shows, yeah, I think they're closely related in that the reasons why we as women do what we do. I think one of the reasons is, uh, you know, is, um, um, is uh, financial reasons. Um, uh, the lack of self-esteem could be a reason why I'm staying. Uh, I got too much time invested to do something different is why I'm staying. Uh, um, I don't know how to be by myself or do this by myself. So, you know, or a piece of man is better than no man at all kind of thing. Um, and, and so we rationalize a whole bunch of different things because we have found a distorted sense of security in familiar pain. Like it's easier to stay where I am than to stretch out and, uh, and, and strive for what it is that I really want. So with that being said, I'm trying to make my answers more concise. 
So I think that the reasons <laughs> the reasons are because of fear, um, uh, uh, insecurities, low self-esteem, uh, distorted sense of comfort, uh, and familiar pain. Um, and just, you know, at a certain point, we just don't care no more. Um, so those are the reasons, you know, that I think that uh, that people uh, choose to stay. Um, and so. So Sierra said, I'm not going to be with anyone for more than two years without an engagement. Men know if they want you right off the bat. Ain't no point in wasting nobody's time. And But I think I that um, one, one of the things that I think also, too, is that when when we talked about this last week is that when we're entering into relationships, you know, we enter into relationships, we go zoom, zoom real fast, but we don't talk about real issues. And I think that if marriage is something that it is that is an ultimate desire for you as a woman, I think that that's okay to have that discussion. And if in the beginning he expresses that marriage is not something that he wants, then I think that at that point you need to make another decision. I don't care how fine he is, how much money he got, and then y'all start creating babies. Okay, that's not okay, 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 okay. So – I think that marriage should be on the table in the very beginning. Like, why are we scared to talk about, you know, marriage? Why are we scared to find out, well, who your parents are and who is this and who is that? You know, I don't want to just be marrying you because you're cute and we might make pretty kids and it might look good to everybody else, right? And then I'm Staying there because I think, you know, all of these reasons, and y'all ain't even talked about marriage. You just assuming that he figured, like, since we've been together all this, all this time, we ought to be married, and that's not the case. True that. True that. So, the one said it's definitely not always the women that are waiting. I know of men who are still waiting for their women to set a date. Here's the thing. I feel like if a man is still waiting on a woman to set a date, both of them is stupid. I'm sorry. Not well. Okay, let me take that back because I'm trying to be. Please to my don't life. call no. Don't call your people oh, stupid now. Sorry, and I'm trying to be politically correct because here's the thing: if a man wanted to marry you bad enough, why is he still sitting back waiting on you to make a date? What changed over the time? Well, maybe he. Maybe he. Maybe he ain't marriage material. Well, and so then at that that. point, you should be making a decision to move on to another relationship because if he's asking you to marry him, right, and if she's saying no, 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 there's a reason for that. Remember the caller that we had last week, and he was saying that, you know, she had all of these issues and all of these things, and he knew what he was getting into, but he still wanted to marry her. On down the road, now they're not married, and he's perplexed as to why. I think that she needs, if if that is the case, and the man is not marriage material, she needs to let him know. She needs to let him know. Because if he's not marriage material, look at all these years that have went by. Why are you still wasting his time? Why are you still sitting around here? You know, and then that goes right back into 
all of the other reasons that you said. Okay, you know, she likes his money. Yeah, she well, maybe she said, well, maybe we need not to be together. And maybe he said, well, but I love you and I still want you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I was having a conversation with a gentleman on my job, and he just couldn't get over the girl. He want her. He love her. And I kept asking him why. If you're standing here telling me five reasons why this girl has inflicted pain upon you or made you feel less than a man, my question is why are you still chasing that? And so sometimes a woman can send a clear message, but he was like, because I don't want to see nobody else with her. I said to him, well, what's the point in that? You don't want nobody else to see the pain that you got? Like, what is it that you're like, going to be missing? Oh, my God. I'm laughing at these comments. First of all, Monty has joined us. Hello, Monty. Hey, Monty. That's my boy. Monty said, <laughs> it's the D. <laughs> there is no D. Do you hear me? That is that good that is going to make me remain in a relationship that I just don't want to be in. Am I lying, Joe? What do you think I'm lying? What? I'd have stayed in some relationships for the D. I mean, let's Girl. just take the punch. Am I lying? Or no? After a while, the pain outweigh the pleasure. <laughs> and it's somebody else that's hanging just as strong. I'm sorry. You know what I'm Sometimes, saying? Like, it's a, whole, yeah. it's a whole bunch of D around. You know what I'm it's saying? It's not worth it. It's not. The D is not really, even the D. I'm sorry. I just can't even remain in a relationship. It's the D ain't that good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I just, you know, let me. I'm gonna be really, really honest. When I but was, some uh, women, some women are caught up by that, right? Like they can't see the forest for the trees. Some, they stuck on that a part. Lot, a lot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dewana said, I promise it ain't the D. There's so many other reasons other than the D. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with the D. Let's not get it twisted. Um, there's so many other reasons, you know, outside of the D. We're insecure. We don't know how to be by ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we haven't, it's, it, it gets so much deeper than that. But how about this? Let me play devil's advocate for a minute. What if I just don't even want to marry? You know I got to, I have to do it. What if I don't what want if to be what? married? What if and I you just should don't be with be somebody married? you should be with somebody who don't want to be married. You shouldn't okay. be with nobody who wants to be married. If you don't want to be married, you should be with somebody who don't want to be married and y'all just play house. I mean, but that's my baby daddy. We already got three kids. He, he, you know, he's been here for whatever reason. I just don't want to be married. Why he can't respect that? Okay, so why, why do you, why do you want to stay uh, with him? You, I don't understand what your scenario is. You saying he just my baby daddy, and we cool with just living together and having kids. Why not? Because I don't want to be married. I saw my mother and father not 
uh, work out. I saw my grandmother and my grandfather not work out, and things still were, you know, kind of decent. You know what I'm saying? Marriage is not one of those things that happens well in my family, and what if I just don't want to? I don't want to. I don't feel like it can work because generationally it has never worked for me. Generationally it hasn't worked in your family. You're not giving yourself a shot. Right, but you're not giving yourself a shot. So because everybody else in your family is whoremongers that make you want to? (laughs) Joe, you're so irritating. Let me give y'all a number. I'm just saying. (laughs) The number (laughs) to call in tonight is 646-668-2863. Again, our number is 646-668-2863. I need somebody to call in um, and give a, a comment that is going to help me out so that um, Joe doesn't call me a, hum- a whoremonger again just because um, I'm playing devil's advocate. So I saw a comment that I would really, really like. <laughs> Monty is not okay with this whole situation. He has made some faces on the live. Um, I got to Shaka Khan had just came on and um, commented, and I'm trying really, really hard to get back to it. I may have to adjust my phone in my live. Hey, Auntie Willette. My Auntie Willette is um, listening in. I can't get back to the comments. Things really going on. Jeez, oh, please. Mm. <laughs> oh, I guess I can't. I don't know what to do. Man, she had a really good comment that I really wanted to uh, look at. Oh, yes. Thank you, Shaka Khan. Please give us a call. So she says she's going to call in. Shaka, that number is 646-668-2863. Again, our number is 646-668-2863. You may have to encounter uh, producer Tamisha, and she'll let us know that you are trying to get on so that you can comment. Um, But I think that my point is this. Sometimes people don't know how to do the things that they haven't seen done yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen it work in any situation that I've been in. My parents wasn't able to make it work. I don't want to be hurt. My mother was crying all the time. Uh, you know, I, I seen my grandma be strong by herself. She didn't need no husband. And I just don't feel like that is a situation that I want to put myself in. Well, I know this, that a lot of times we... You may have never seen it in your family, but you've seen it in somebody else's family, right? So, like, you, you know may have what? never my seen friend, you. And my friends who had a marriage, mama and daddy, I didn't like them. They was too happy. Okay, so I come from the hood, and everybody sell drugs, okay? Everybody sell drugs, all the women on welfare, okay? But I... When I go to school, I do see that it's somebody who want to go to college. So I start asking questions like college. What is college? Right? Now, 
I know that we live in a world where the social climate is crazy, but I'm sure that you've seen some something different outside of what you what your experience has been. And yes, while it's uh, difficult to embrace something differently, <laughs> okay. It, it, uh, what's the matter? Oh, you must be laughing at a comment or something. You know so, I am. Okay, so I believe that sometimes people just don't want to put the work in. Because okay. if you come from a family of whoremongers, it, you may feel like I might have the potential to be a whore. Now I'm using. Let me let me not say that. Let me say if your grandfather cheated, and your grand your father cheated, and you know so you don't want to be a cheater, then you're going to have to put some work in to do something different. And I think sometimes it's just easier to concede to what already is rather than to fight against the prick and do something different, right? Just think if we uh, just uh, conceded to uh, all black people are lazy, they don't go to college, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Your daughter is a prime example of someone who is different than a, a, a lot of other young girls her age. But it comes as a direct result of putting some work in and setting some boundaries and adhering to some moral principles. you got to do something different <laughs> if you want something different. First of all, yes, Joe, I feel you. You know I had to play devil's advocate because I love to get a rise out of you. First of all, the people are low here like, yes, get it, get her, Joe. First of all, Monty, don't tell her to get me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Monty's talking about hoes running the family, but you can change that. People are clapping and applauding and all of that stuff, talking about Teen Joe. But we do have our <laughs> caller um, on the line. Uh, we're going to call her Shaka. She has a comment. Shaka, you're on the air. What's your comment, darling? Hi. Um, okay. So my comment that I had said was my opinion for both men and women, why they stay in relationships like that is at some point they figure it's easier than starting over. Um because a lot of times it's hard to find somebody with morals and things like that out here. And not only that, um, a lot of people don't have an identity without a significant other or someone else. They don't know who themselves. They're not comfortable being alone. So they feel like, okay, if I have somebody, then I have something, because they feel like they're not worth anything by themselves. Um, and then also, marriage nowadays is not held to the same standard. So people are, instead of trying to make it work and trying to figure out how things are supposed to be, they're happy with the illusion of, okay, I'm settled down. And that's where the, well, why aren't you married? And people say, oh, well, we already act like we're married. We're already doing this like we're married. It's because there's really no morals behind it. They really don't know what marriage is. I feel like that's why people do that. You know, before I let my show kind of take a hiatus, I had a little hand clap button. And I don't have a hand clap button no more, but let me give you a round of applause <laughs> because <laughs> I totally, totally, totally appreciate your comment. Thank you so much for calling in. And, um, you know, me and Joe are definitely going to expound on that because I definitely feel like you made some good points. 
you know, we're going to talk about it's easier than starting over. Sometimes people don't have an identification without a significant other. The standard is not the same, and a lot of people don't have morals. That's what you're saying, right? Yes, and then the other thing I wanted to add on to that um, is that for me, like I'm only 26 years old. I've already been married and everything else. I've seen people do it both ways, be married. I've seen multiple marriages fail, and then I've also seen the shacking up, and it seems like the shacking up is what's the easier route versus going through the stress and heartache of a marriage, and it never works. We don't have those examples anymore. Nowadays, grandparents, they don't – how many grandparents are there really that have the, the marriages for 60-plus years? That's rare yeah. now. It's very, very no. rare. So I feel like that's another problem, too. So – Absolutely. We don't have a good example to set for the young people. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Thank you so much, Shaka, for your comment. I'm going to put you back on hold. You can watch the live or you can stay on with us. Okay. Joe, the girl made some good points. I was over here ready to shout, Okay. Okay, well, let's talk about the first point. She did bring out some very good points that oftentimes, and it was a point that was brought out in last week's show when we talk about it's easier to stay with the one that you're with, right? Luther said, just love the one you're with, right, as opposed to moving on. However, the pain of change is not as great as the pain of staying the same. What do I mean when I say that is that you're enduring uh you're enduring what you're enduring in this relationship you're settling for it, and that pain becomes continual and it lessens and it takes away from who you are and we're talking as an individual I'm not gonna say as a woman because. Um, we've we've made it clear that there are some men who are in the same situation. However, I think that that number is quite minuscule. However, um, (laughs) the pain of change is not as great as the pain of staying the same, is that the pain that you're in, provided that you don't leave it, it worsens. Okay, and it has an adverse effect on you. Now, I'm going to take this to another level, and and you're stressed, and so stress is a silent killer. So it then begins to have an effect on your physicality, your emotional, your spiritual. It takes toll on your wholesomeness as a woman, right? And so it's continual. Pain is necessary, but don't nobody want to feel no pain. It's misery that's optional. So the fact that we as women choose misery over momentary pain from walking away from a situation that's <laughs> killing me is saying something that is um, that's saying a whole lot. We choose in misery over happiness. Yeah, I might lose you, and we might, I might not be able to find nobody that can bang it like you can bang it, but God dang that on, at least they're going to be faithful, right? Because you got a community uh, little thing down there that you're sharing with everybody else, but I'm going to decide to stay with you as opposed to what? Listen. Okay. So, yes, it, yes, it Jerry. is. Go ahead. I had to pin her comment. I have to pin that. Go ahead. 
Uh, okay, so yes, and she also brought out the point that says that we allow our value to be um, intertwined. Our value is in that individual, and we don't understand what our value is separate and apart. So that person pretty much, my I'm looking for my validation that comes from that other person. And so, no, we don't see successful marriages, but we don't see successful shack-ups either. You understand what I'm saying? And anything that you're going to have that's going to be successful is going to come with some work. And I I think that people now look at uh, committed relationships as I don't want all that heartache and all of it, you know, the heartache and the hard work of marriage. You well, are I mean, that. Right. So I mean that that I mean anything anything that comes work I mean when you having kids kids come with commitment it comes with hard work and so if you don't put the work in your kid going to be selling dope at 5 on the corner or your daughter going to be twerking in her diaper okay so <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry anyway so Listen, I agree to us. Okay, so with the with the overall comment of, um, it's easier than starting over. I agree. Somebody told me one time that the hardest thing to do was to be married, and that marriage is not for uh, the weak. And I definitely have to agree with that. Um, Valencia made a comment not too long ago that even the people that have been married for 60-plus years, you know, they have endured some things. But I do think that back in the day there was greater dedication to marriage. Um, She talked about how there was the, the standard wasn't the same and the morals are not the same. I definitely have to agree with that because marriage is still hard. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not easy at all. Um, And there are some things that you will have to go through and some things that you will have to do and some things that you will have to compromise. But I think that it is the commitment level. Um, Oh, my God, it's such hard work. (laughs) Monty said it's damn hard work. Yes, yes, it is. Um, But are you willing to stay because you agreed that you would take these vows and that you would have this commitment to this person, um, you know, for the rest of your life through sickness and health until death do you part. A lot of people are so quick to be like, fuck that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be married no more. Um, And I just don't want to. And sometimes it seems like it's so much easier you know, to just be by yourself, but a lot of times it's not. When you really, and we talked about this last week, when you really think about what it takes, and I think I was playing devil's advocate when I was saying, I can't drive the same, I can't eat the same, I can't be the same, you know, it's just, it's way too much work for me to just be with somebody else and not, um, not to be married, you know, but again, that's just me playing devil's advocate, but I I have morals. I, once I decided to get married, I never thought that I would be divorced. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just one of those people. And my husband and I talked about when we got married, you know, we like, well, 
what are we going to do? Let's do it like this because we're only going to get married one time. And I think that the example for these young people are not being set for you to just get married one time. Um, you know, for you to commit yourself to somebody, for to one person, you know, for the rest of your life. And I think that is absolutely sad. But I think an interesting comment that was made was um, by Jerry, and she said, I think people stay together for 10 years plus and not get married because we as black people put a stigma on marriage. And if we take it back to slavery, oh, I'm sorry, and if we take it back, slavery broke up the black community and we haven't figured out how to put it back together. What do you think about that, Joe? I think that we can make a whole lot of excuses as to why marriage don't work because it's, we, don't want, we don't want no work. We want it easy. I think that we're also allowing other things to speak to us. We're allowing, we're, we're, you know, too many people are following these uh, uh, reality shows and allowing them to tell us how relationships go. We're listening to this crazy-ass music, uh-oh, this crazy music. And, and what I want to emphasize, because this is just who I am, what you listen to, what you watch, what you read, it enters into your spirit and you become one with that thing. Okay, that might be a little bit too much, but all I'm saying is if you allow those things into your spirit, man, see, because the reality of it is is that I am a spirit that has a body, okay, and so it is my spirit that allows me to be alive, and so if I give my it over to the reality shows or to these uh, iconic personalities, then I become one with them. I feel like them people go crazy over Beyonce. Don't mess with the beehive, right? When you become, you have things that are called strongholds, and we give ourselves over, I'm taking it to another level, to pornography. And so, therefore, we have things that we've given ourselves over to that has impeded our ability to be pure when we come to a relationship. Now I got all I got issues with masturbation, issues with homosexuality, issues with, you know, all these other issues, pornography, and my girl got a problem with pornography. I want oral sex. She won't give it to me. You know, you got all these other things, and you're talking about marriage, right? Okay. So we don't address or talk about the real. It's just because he looked good. We vibe together, you know, and we about to put this plan together. And we don't think about how we intertwine spirits together when we start sleeping with folks, okay? And so, yes, it makes it hard <laughs> to leave a nigga that's cheating you, cheating on you, right? You ain't even married him yet, right? So, yeah, it makes it hard to leave because now you've created a stronghold because you done had sex with him. Created babies. Well, I know people might not like me. This may not be popular, but I'm saying you're trying to find out where it fell off at. It fell off whenever we let down standards, and when we, um, when we, when we uh, uh, allowed other people to be the center of our life, and we didn't uh, tap into that spirituality and allow God to be the center of our life. Now, I ain't saying that you got to be no God guru, but what I am saying is that there are some spiritual 
uh, spiritual principles in life that just makes it a whole lot easier. And when we as women concede and take down our own standards and boundaries and allow other people to do the same, we take away from our value. Like, you know you want to be married, but you're going to take down and just say, okay, you're going to settle for what? And so we as women, we settle a lot. I was talking real strong. I'm sorry. Right here. It's right here. <laughs> Listen. Felicity is talking about come on, Joe, past the collection place. She's preaching. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know her, but I love but her. I, I just I just believe that there are certain things that we don't want to talk about. We don't want to talk about the hard stuff. You out of order. You expecting certain things in a relationship, right? And you're not even in proper alignment. Spiritually, you're looking for something to come through that does not have the ability to produce what it is that you're looking for. They are depleted in that area totally, but you continue to stay because what? Okay, I'm just saying. And it, and I'm not saying it from a, a, a standard of judgment negatively, but what I am saying it, I'm saying it from a standard of someone who has experienced it, walked that walk, and then got came out of a coma. That's what I am okay. saying. Right. And you know what? I had, I, a, I, had I had to I had to come to too. Oh, I think one a lot of the of other things that. I'm gonna say this. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry, and I'm gonna be quiet from here. Look, is that? No, you're not. Me, me as an older person. Guess what? I want to deposit. Right. This show is called Emotionally Empowered. I want to empower another woman to understand that she does not have to settle. Right. So I want to pour into her, but a lot of times I have run across people who are totally like, I don't know, and I, they got that whole attitude like they know everything. Okay, well, go on ahead with your bad self. You, you have to allow yourself to be teachable. And so we, and when we talk about stretching ourselves to do something different, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be painful. There are going to be some emotions that you feel that you are not comfortable with or familiar with for that matter. I just had that conversation with you earlier. And so we have to learn how to adjust along the way, but the level of willingness is different than your ability. You got to bring up, like, your willingness is not even in the area where your ability is. And so uh, back to you, Ebony. <laughs> um. I definitely agree. I have lost a whole lot of the comments that I wanted to. Um, let me unpin Jerry. So Monty said, what about the men? I think that the same goes for the men, too. You know, men, you know, I think sometimes the the situation is not only the same as it is for women. A lot of 
men don't have a good example either. You know, men need to be open and receptive to some of the things that people are saying as well. Um, you know, that's just the honest to God truth. A lot of these men, I think we just told not too long ago. Well, it was a long time ago, but um, what was the name of the show, y'all? I think what it was show? being a black man in America. Mhm. Y'all need to go back and listen to that show and about how we talked about how. Um, we just need to set better examples and we need to do things differently. Jerry said there are people who still think of marriage as just a a piece of paper and some people feel, why do we need that piece of paper? Hell, if it doesn't work, I can just leave. If I get married, I have to divide assets and pay alimony. Divorce is just as expensive. I mean, but if you're in a relationship where you still got to divide assets and all of that, I, I, I don't understand that kind of – I mean, while I hear it, I, I, I'm saying that if you with somebody and y'all been together for 10 years, you're saying y'all still got separate accounts, your name ain't on nobody's insurance or your name ain't on nobody's car or nothing like that, y'all, you still got to divide stuff up. You got to divide up babies and all of that other kind of stuff. And you made I, a good I think point. that you said marriage is building a life together, planning for the long haul, and sticking it out through the rough stuff. I definitely agree. And another comment I want to catch before it actually goes away: men need to let women know what they expect before, and I something something or another. Um, and Valencia said that. However, I do think that men don't do that. At the end of the day, men, sometimes men don't get into relationships for that reason. Um, and I think it's on the woman to really put that out there, what she's looking for at the beginning of a relationship. Because I okay. just, you know, I so I just wanted to let that comment go out there, you know, get out there before I, it passed. It went away. Um, Is that what? She said that men need to let women know what they want when they get into a relationship. I think men do let women know sometimes, and women act like they don't hear nothing. Absolutely. I think so, too. He say, I don't want no kids. And she be trying to trick a nigga. He say, I ain't ready for no relationship. She trying to make him have a relationship. He's saying, you know, well, I ain't got enough money, but she still be like, marriage, marriage, marriage. Well, this nigga right here ain't the one. Move on, sister, to somebody else. Don't hold him up nor yourself up. Let it be with somebody else. Now, that's, I mean, you know, so we have those instances. And then we do have men who don't know how to articulate themselves when it comes to emotion. A, a lot of us don't. We, we, it's either happy, sad, or pissed the fuck off, okay? Excuse my language. But we don't really know how to express. You know what I'm saying? And then women have a tendency to have double standards. You say you don't want, you want to be married, but you stand with him even though he's saying that he don't. So he's not respecting you on any level. He's not respecting you on that level. And for the people that say uh, marriage, uh, that's just a piece of paper. Well, so is a diploma and a degree. You ain't going to go get one. It don't matter. <laughs> 
I mean, and for the person that says, well, there are people who are out here who are successful and don't have a degree, but you know that there are some people who once they get there, you know, you got professional athletes that go back to college because what? There's a certain there's a certain standard. There's a certain something that comes along with a certificate, right? And they look for the high school diploma. They look for the college degree, and they ask those questions on, a, a, well, in times past, they ask for it because they want to know if you can complete something. If you have the, come on here now, they want to know if you have the ability to start something, commit to it, and finish it, follow it through. Right? Without that paper, ain't no commitment, ain't no nothing. Right? But there's a higher level of standard and expectancy that comes with saying, I want to be married. It it just is. Now, you know, how well people follow it afterwards, I mean, that's a totally different story. Right. <clears throat> I think that people don't really understand the that marriage is a different type of covenant. You know, I was in a situation with my husband where we had, um, (laughs) we started dating. Um, We shared everything, but it was so natural and it was so easy for us to, to do that. And I gotta be honest, I did not make marriage a requirement, but eventually it was like, yo, what what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? But every step of the way, I kind of communicated that to him. I did not communicate that to him from the beginning. You know, I had been in relationship after relationship, and it wasn't working. And I think that I had indicated before to people that I wanted to be married, my ultimate goal. I'm one of those people who is a lover of love. I am a relationship person. I want to be in love, all of that stuff. And so I actually did the opposite of the things that I had done before. But I think that God had a little bit to do with. (laughs) The reason why my husband is around. Why are you laughing, Joe? I'm laughing at Angie. (laughs) What did she say? She said you are off some type of tangent. Right, she you know, always, always think I'd be going on some kind of tangent, and then I come around to an excellent point. Okay, I, I feel you. She said that before. She said that. Before. I mean, that's that's cool. That's what. Okay. Hey, man, bless the name of the Lord. He is good. Uh, I don't be trying to go hard. <laughs> but you do though, and you just always end up doing it, and then you always be like, "Bless God." I'm just saying you she always Angie I'm telling you you have said that about her before like and I remember you saying that before so yes my memory is impeccable so I I think the question I think uh, the, the question is how did we get to the place where we have um, just uh, diluted the whole aspect, like where people feel like marriage is not honorable unto the Lord, where um, 
where where did we where did we uh fall off so to speak and um where you know relationships just don't have that same I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, what what are the reasons that we get into relationships? Listen you know what I'm saying? This comment right here. Now, even though I knew what I wanted when I first got with my husband, my husband was like, I ain't trying to. He didn't necessarily say he didn't want to be married, but he was like, I just, I don't know yet. I'm unsure. From the very moment that my husband walked into my life, and people have heard this story before, I knew he was my husband. However, he did not feel the same way, or he didn't even know what his purpose was in my life. So listen to this comment. Dewana said, I can speak from experience saying that women don't listen. My husband told me he wasn't ready. He also told me he didn't see himself being married, and I stayed. We eventually did get married, but the warfare since has caused turbulence. And although hmm. um, we have definitely shifted into a better marriage, it was definitely some hard work. Amen, 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 triple, double, amen. <laughs> okay. All of that good stuff. We don't listen. We act on emotion. Women, listen, I hate to say 99.9% things that happen are our fault. We don't allow men. But, I mean, I don't know. But let me just say this. Like, you know I love to play devil's advocate, right? Even if we were to sit back and try to let a man pursue us and do things the right way, would he? Because these men, I don't feel like they have a good example. I don't feel like it's enough. So while we don't listen, while we don't listen and while we make moves based on emotion and we act like we know everything, I think that we have good reason. Let me say that. Because I feel like there's not enough good examples for the men. He wouldn't do it. Crystal said, no, he would not. If we try to I, I sit mean, back I mean, and let's say, Go ahead. I'm sorry. If we try to sit back and what? I'm just saying, and let a man pursue us, I don't think it would ever happen. 99.9% of the time, I don't think he would. And so does that mean that you change your stance because he's not pursuing you? At that point, at, at that point, when you say you want to be pursued, and he's not pursuing you, then that ain't the one. Because, oh, oh, so then you do something to be noticed or to be, to grab his attention? Is that how that happens? See, because I feel like women do more chasing than men, or as much chasing. And it, and and when I say that, I mean in the way of the way that we advertise, or I have seen women advertise through the timeline. You see women, they showing their booty, they showing their breasts, they all like doing, you know, 
I would call it soft porn. Okay. <laughs> and and we and and I'm gonna say we because I'm a woman, right? But I don't do that. But we be all on face on hey, right? And you what you advertising? Your your hair, you got but check out that frontal though. Okay? Shut the up. frontal I'm I'm saying. Okay? And don't don't look at this, but check out my frontal. And you know you twerking. Okay. I put up a post today that said, um, if you're treated, if you don't like the way that you're being treated, then you have to maybe take a look at the way that you're presenting yourself. And so, and I think that women have gotten to the place to where we won't even allow ourselves to be chased. We won't allow ourselves to be pursued and but because we've come in a different different dispensation and a different time, does that mean that, you know, okay, since now women women rule the world, now we just do something different? We rule the world. And so now we have come to a place where essentially, hear my heart when I say this, women have pushed men out of the position in which they belong in, but yet want them to operate as men. We have taken the position of independence, and I got this. I don't need no nigga, but then whenever he come along, you can't even allow him to be the man. There's a whole lot of women who emasculate men, who talk yeah. to men like they they three year old son, right? Yeah, I've I've seen it, and I've I've seen, and so then we wonder. Hear what I'm saying. Hear me when I say this. We wonder because I've I've done where I go out and I'll talk to men and ask them. Hear what I'm saying. Why they go over to the white women, or or let me say to another nationality, right? And I see him being a good man over there with her and helping her raise her kids, but left me behind with three kids. Mm. And we don't understand why. I, I think mean, that there are a lot of things. I th- I th- why. You said what? Go ahead. I don't think that, I think there are a lot of things, and I'm not saying that it's the woman's fault, but I'm saying that there's a lot of things that come into play. Women have a hard time being submissive, but I understand why women don't want to be submissive, because ain't no men being godly. Uh-oh, I'm about to get beat up on, Right. I'm not being submissive to no man because he ain't bringing in the money. I remember us having that particular show. If the woman is the breadwinner and she's the one, you understand what I'm saying? Then does that diminish him as a man? Does that diminish his 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 role as a man in the household? And women don't respect men that are what they consider not their equal. And so they put them out. Them, they close in, they dog every five days. And then they let them back in. <laughs> them, they close, and they dog. And the dog, yeah. Okay. James, I want to know what it is that you're thinking about doing. But you are absolutely right. Um, women have a problem with being submissive all day, every day. That is something that I had to learn how to do. Um, 
However, I also feel you when you say that women don't know how to be submissive to a man who ain't really bringing nothing to the table. You know, that's a lot of the problem. Or women haven't really been taught or they don't know how to be submissive, unfortunately. So it is what it is. Well, 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 well my thing is this. this. But what is it that we do about it? Because it's a repetitive cycle, Joe. Okay. At what This is what we do about it. See, first of all, it's difficult to do when you're shacking up with a nigga that ain't your husband. You, 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 you're, you're, what, what is the word I'm looking for? You got resentment. You mad because he playing uh, Xbox, okay, up till 3 o'clock in the morning. And so it's hard for you uh, to, to do what I'm about to talk about, right? See, because you ain't married, so the standard is different. Right, you're doing everything that married people do, but y'all not okay. So, there's a what you do in that situation is I heard a prophetess, uh, a woman of God, say this. And, um, she said, "I mop my husband." Okay, and mop meaning moment of praise. This is the moment where I praise my husband. This is the moment where um, I tell my husband how happy I am to be married to him and how how mighty he is, a man of valor. It don't matter whether he's doing it or not because we are created to be the helpmate. We are created to be the void filler, right? And if my son is doing, listen, if my son is doing stupid stuff, I'm not going to call him stupid and I'm not going to call him ignorant. See, this is where these biblical principles fall into place, because I'm going to call him that which I want him to be. And you call that thing into existence, it ain't easy, right? Because he's, he, he's just not there. So I think in that moment, and I ain't never been married, but I've been in relationships before, that you got to call those things that be not as though they were. You have the power of life and death. Here we go, churching, okay? You have the power of life and death in your tongue, right? And so you have the ability to speak exactly what it is that you want. You have the ability to call those things into existence. And just because he down on his luck or he's not that, remember, you chose him. Half the time, they was like that when they was in the gutter when you picked them up. And so... Somebody said women over- like to take on projects, by the way. It was Miss Moore. Okay, and so... Don't don't be expecting him, okay? Don't be expecting no immediate miracle just because he was living in his mama's basement. He was fine. Look, he don't got nothing to spend his money on but his clothes and how he looked. And so when he come out to play, you met him. And so now he live with you, but you just you just like rescued him from his mama's house. Okay, and so now now what you expecting him to do? He done stayed the night over at your house a couple times, and now he spent the night, and now he, he done moved in, and now what? That's, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, no, 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 no. I just, I mean, we just do things to me. As far as I'm concerned, we do things backwards. You know, we create these moments and these things for ourselves, 
And then, you know, we want to pray and ask God to get us out of them. I got a couple of powerful comments. Mm-hmm. And they are moving so fast. People are over here with the fire thumbs. First of all, Marnetta said there's a difference between being submissive and being controlled. We as women don't know the difference, nor does the man. That goes back to not having an example to follow. Jerry said men need to speak life into us as well. Um, Dewana said it's not easy, but it's our job to speak to his inner man. Lift that man up, choose to say yes to that relationship. He may not still treat you like a mother. Wait. He may still treat you like a mother and not his woman, said Miss um, Moore. So, I mean, that's, that's some powerful stuff. I have to agree with just about all of that. You know, sometimes we, we don't know the difference because we haven't been taught. You know, and so what do you say to that person, that man and that woman who is in a relationship, and they don't know. They don't have a good example. They've never been taught. They don't know what it, what it means to be submissive. They don't, know the, they don't know the difference between being controlled and or being submissive. Uh, I, I'm going they to don't say. They know the word because you go back to biblical principles and everybody does not know. You know what I'm saying? What it means to know the word. Absolutely. But every I'm gonna tell you one thing that we have we do have a problem with, and sometimes there are relationships and there are people. Um, it, it's difficult for the person that mentioned the submissive and the control thing. I have heard man men say, "Well, she's supposed to do what I tell her any old way." Well, that's a man who apparently knows not what submiss- submission is. And that there is a law, there is a, a, a chain of command, for the lack of a better term, with that. As the man is being the head or being the one, then he has a head, right? Like he just not, uh, he, God is his head, okay? He, in turn, is being submissive to one. Therefore, he understands the role of submission and being that So, So, so yes, it's very... Uh, no, there are a lot of people who don't understand that concept. However, the Bible says it. I'm not saying I'm using the Bible, but if you, even if not, if you're not you speaking biblically, because some people just are not, they don't understand. But if I don't know how to tie my shoe, but I see that my shoe keep coming loose and I keep tripping over my shoe, I gotta find somebody that got their shoes tied and find somebody that understands and that can teach me how to tie my shoe. Right. And then I can't catch an attitude with the person that's trying to tell me how to tie my shoe because obviously they've done it successfully. And the truth of the matter is is that there are people who are out there doing it successfully. And successfully doesn't mean that it doesn't come without turbulence. Successful does not mean that it doesn't come without conflict or without challenge because we have challenges when we're trying to accomplish anything, whether I use the, 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 the analogy of high school and college. There are going to be things that are going to challenge us along the way. However, the end result is what we're looking for. 
So, yes, this, the whole submissive thing, and the thing of it is, is no, there are no examples or very few examples, but there are examples, and if you want something bad enough, you'll find it. You want it bad enough, you'll get it. It's out there. Google it, I mean, for the love of Christ. <laughs> okay, and, yes, we understand, we understand that it goes both ways, both women and both men. I think that we talk about women often because there is not a resounding voice for men, right? There is no platform for men to say, yes, me too. So, I mean, we're not doing it to be impartial. It just, it's just, that's just the way that it is. So let me give you guys the number to call in. Um, it seems like live is our whole thing. You know, people really don't. We have one person call into the show. Thank you, Shaka. Um, our call-in number is 646-668-2863. Again, that number is 668, I'm sorry, 646-668-2863. And we're talking 10 years later, and he hasn't married me. Why am I still here? My name is Ebony, and my co-host is Joe. You know, you guys can follow us on social media. Joe is on Instagram. What? What is your Instagram, Joe? I don't know. It is I'm just on there. <laughs> it is divinely chosen at B-V-I-N-E-L-Y, chosen, divinely chosen. Um, my Instagram is E-N Hardy, author. Um, I think, because I just recently changed it, but I think that's it. Um, Ian Hardy, author underscore, I believe. So, yeah. Um, I think that we have some good comments going. First of all, I have to address a couple of these comments because I saw some stuff that I just was not okay with. Um, Dewana made a good comment that said, a lot of times our maturity our spiritual maturity trumps theirs. Are ours uh, who? Women over men? Like the woman. The woman in the relationship. Her spiritual maturity may trump the man's. And so and, I don't understand that statement. I mean, I think that she was saying that back when you guys, when you were talking about Especially when we were talking about being submissive and all of that, and he don't understand the difference between being submissive and being controlling. Maybe he's just not on the same level with you spiritually, so he really doesn't know. Hmm. So she, I think she expounded on that a little bit. She said, and a lot of times... Um, the more mature person has to choose to let pride go in order to break those generational curses um, that person deals with or those self-esteem issues, virgin spirits, laziness, etc. Marnetta um, has a book called Stay Too Long. You guys need to check her book out. Her name is Marnetta Heller Griffin, and that ties into what we're talking about tonight, Stay Too Long. My fellow Arthur, she said she was replying to somebody else's comment. So I'm sorry. Okay, I just want to get some clarity. That's all. 
Uh, what's the name of that book? Stay Too Long by Marnetta Heller Griffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you so irritating. <laughs> um, but I think that we have touched on a sensitive topic tonight. A true one. Uh, one that happens every day. Um, I think that we should have probably had a lot more people that called in and commented, but I just don't think that they were ready and willing to address the issue that they are dealing with. Because I know some people who have been in some relationships for some long time, and all I'm saying is I just want to know why. But I think that we've talked about a lot of the reasons why. Um, Well, I think uh, sometimes – you know, women have con- also conceded to saying that, you know, like they trick themselves into believing that they already married. Like they treating that whole boyfriend like a whole husband. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, like the person said about the piece of paper, like you, 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 you giving, like you giving and doing for him as if he's your husband. So there is nothing else to leave him wanting for. You have um, done everything that there. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What is there? Y'all live together. Y'all sex together. Y'all kids together. Y'all everything together. So, I mean, he ain't in no rush, apparently. (laughs) So. So we have a caller. Uh, one of our frequent callers is uh, on for a comment. James, you're on the air. How are you? I'm all right. Um, hey, James. Hey, just a comment on. Uh, um, I was just saying, uh, uh, just to ask you, Brian. Um, a lot of these females don't, and I'm I'm, I'm lying to say a lot. I'm just gonna say some females they 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 don't have the per, they don't have the example. So it, it, and it's an endless cycle, and I've noticed that as we coming up. Whereas, um, when I was dating these um, females, I was dating their moms were single moms, and they always had guys up in the house that they weren't married. And, and most of the time they weren't even their father. So when they do get a man, it's just it's a constant thing. Because I didn't have a few females that have seen me, they're like, okay, we go to work every day, we this that, and the other. And they they want me to be there. You know, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't doing that. I first off I wasn't raised like that, so <laughs> One of the things is From what what females say is You know The minute something don't go right Or I do something wrong I'm trifling this that and other And they want to kick me out And I ain't got no place to step So Mm -hmm. But but, 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 but at the same time I wasn't raised like that 
Now, now I have moved, now I have lived with women before I got married. And that's because we were getting married. And it usually was probably about a year before marriage or, or six months or whatever the case may be. But as far as like me just saying, oh, I'm cohabitating with another woman, that's not happening. Because, um, it, first off, it, it, like I said, we have to be on the path of getting married. And I'm talking about I didn't already, you know, proposed and put the ring on and this is just us moving stuff in and saving money for the wedding or whatever the case may be. But other than that, I, I, just because I'm in a relationship with you, know me, I'm going to move in with you. I don't want you moving in with me. I'm sorry. That's But the fine on that. Like I said, it's 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 a generational thing. People right. don't have, they don't know what a, a, a how a marriage and a relationship is supposed to go, and they don't know, you know, they just look at the negative aspects of it, and they they don't have a great example of what a positive uh, marriage or relationship is. So therefore, it's a it. Someone said it's a generational curse. A generational curse, and and the thing is, we as a black community have to find a way to break that. Not saying everybody is bad or anything like that, but they have to have good examples of what a healthy relationship, healthy marriage is. And that's, Absolutely. you know, and we won't have all these problems. I agree. I think a lot of people don't have the example. A lot of people don't have the example. And it's becoming more and more prevalent, you know, as time goes on, you know, we talk about generations and stuff. And with me being um, a teacher of young people, but I teach adult people, and I see this so often, and I just think that it's, it's, it's utterly ridiculous. You know, as time goes by, you know, the more I see a lot of people who just don't have that example. I think that we had a show a while back where we talked about, um, grandmas, you know, and big mamas, and you know, the same thing goes for marriages. It's just a lot of things that are not happening anymore, and the young people just don't have an example. So I definitely agree. Yeah. But you're a different type of dude, James. You're not the same. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like for you to just be like, I'm, I'm not gonna live with you. I'm not gonna go have a. I, I have a goal to get married. I don't think I've I've ha- I've, I've heard a gentleman talk like that. In a long time. It's been okay. quite some time. Joe, yeah, you hear men so. talk like that, that often? Yeah, they they talk like that all the time. He ain't nobody different. Girl, but... <laughs> wow, that's no, okay, listen. <laughs> no, but what I'm about to do is my, I just might blow his mind, though. See, we got to have a little laughter because I'm about to hit you with something for real. Because you know okay. that's how I do, right? So with oh, yeah. you being someone who is unique and of different character, of a character that is few and far between, almost extinct, my question to you would be then, how is it that I or we as women can challenge you to empower men who need to be empowered? 
whether it is men who are of your peers or whether it is to create something within your community, it doesn't have to be big, but small, and say, I'm going to deposit it to these little fellas right here. And it doesn't necessarily have to be around football, basketball. We don't have to always do sports to be impactful. Like you could start something where you're doing homework with the little fellas, or you – uh, get get with some brothers that you know are like-minded like you and say, how can we come together and how can we make a difference to be able to be an example for the ones that we say don't have an example? Okay. So that's the clarion call and that's the challenge to a man with integrity and standard. Why is it that I don't want to, why is it that I don't, want to move in with a woman? What are the pros and the cons? Because when you move in with a woman, it kind of takes away from your power as a man, right? Okay. So So then what happens is that man then begins to feel as though he can't really be the man, right? See, because scripturally speaking, it says that he left his mother and father, to cleave to his wife. And so it used to be a time when the men left the household to prepare for marriage. That means he he bought the house, he did all of those things to prepare for the wife. And so that would be, you know, my challenge to you because I think it's absolutely commendable um, that you uh, have that type of mindset that says I'm not going to stand down or take down my standards based upon the way that everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to wait to hear from you um, how, what I mean, pray about it, think about it. Because I believe that it's on the inside of you, and I I believe that it's on the inside of you for a reason, and that we uh, watch this thing about seeds, and there have obviously been some seeds that have been planted, taken root, and so perhaps it's time for the manifestation or for the harvest of those seeds to come forth so that you can plant seeds also and see that that fruit can come back unto you. Okay. Sure. Oh, it, it seems like it seems like I've been hearing that uh, a whole lot lately. You know, I've been sitting over here giving little tidbits of this and that, and people keep saying, you know, you need to do something about that. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing that, but I'm gonna have to just go on here because that's confirmation. <laughs> so, well, yeah, confirmation <laughs> out of the mouth of two, out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, let every word be established. And exactly. in the Bible, Samuel heard God call his name, but he questioned it three different times before he said, "Okay, Lord." So uh, sometimes we understand this, so God has to continue to to tug and to pull at your heart. You know what it is, brother. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been on me for years, so. Over 20, maybe over 30. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you before you go. Okay. The Bible says that he knows the plans that he has for you and there is a purpose for your life. And so don't allow this life 
to pass or your living to have been in vain without fulfilling the purpose in which God had for your life. Um, There could be some things that we can do in life that are good, okay? However, you want to do whatever is in alignment with his will specifically for you. And so if this is what God is calling you to do, move. The Bible says the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So I'm, I'm waiting to hear the good report and good things that come as a direct result of you hearing and obeying the voice of the Lord. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right, Brother James. All right. Thank you, um, Sister Chatton, <laughs> for the word. <laughs> no problem, brother. No problem. Have a good night. All right. All right, you too. <laughs> <laughs> we have another caller on the line. Eb, hey, babe. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I am fantastic, love. Well, my comment was, I can honestly say that I was in a relationship with someone for way too long without, I mean, we had spoke about being married, but it never happened because I felt like when I met him, I was young and we moved a little too fast. He was one of those men still living with his mother, and I had Mm -hmm. my own place. I already had a child by someone else. So I was already used to being independent and living on my own. And I feel like his mother was never married, so he didn't get that example from her. He didn't see, you know, she wasn't. And I've had a conversation with his mother, and I feel like she she didn't care to be married. She was okay with just being, you know, dating. She didn't care to be married, and I feel like him being her oldest child, he took after that, you know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. really. It wasn't really important to him to be married. Right. Right, and after you talk to his mom, you see why. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You see why. Exactly. Wow. Yep. And I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. And he wasn't even like a a young guy. You know what I'm saying? He was a young. I mean, I guess young when you guys met, but at the end of the day, for young, but old enough to know better. Exactly. And me, you know, we were in a relationship, like I said, I was the type, I wanted to do what I wanted to do within the relationship. And so I can't put everything on him. So even though we were in a relationship, I still wanted to have my fun and have other male friends and do what I wanted to do, which wasn't right, like I said. We kind of got into it too fast. I felt like we should have just been friends first for a while before I said, mm-hmm. okay, you can move on there. You know, I definitely moved too fast now. And now that I'm older, I understand that you have to definitely take your time with certain things. So and you really, think really that you know should... a person. Right, 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 right. So you think that you should take your time and get to know a person before you make that decision so you don't think that you should date with a purpose? I mean, yes, definitely. 
but uh-huh. I'm just saying it depends yeah. on the person, how that person is. Like, like I said, when I met him, I already had a child by someone else, and my child's father ended up going to prison for a long time, and I didn't really get to know him as well. You know what I mean? I was 17 when I got pregnant, going on 18, and being that he went to jail a month before my daughter was about to turn one, we didn't really get a chance to really know each other like we know we should have. But the more that I took her to visit him, the more understanding I had of me and him because we always had a friendship because of our child, you know. And it was right. like the more I got to know him, the more I, I felt like we have way more in common than we really knew. Right. So you might and have moved I mean, too fast that, that first relationship too, huh? Well, with me and him, it wasn't even a relationship, honestly. It was we just something just that happened. We were just messing around. Yeah, we, it wasn't right. a relationship. It was just we were messing around, and I got pregnant. Right. But had I really got to know him, it would have been, I really feel like he could have been the person that I married because the way that we are now, you know, I feel like we had so much. We didn't even get a chance to see how much we had in common and how much we really did love each other still, you know. Right. Wow. So, I mean, that's a different take on it, y'all. She thinks that you should get to know a person and and take your time before you, you know, make that decision to get married. I mean, it just depends on the people because, like the Bible says, when, you know, a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Like, I feel like you meet someone and you feel like, I can see myself married to this person, you know, by all means, make it happen. If that's what, you know, the agreement you both have with each other, but it has to be a lot of communication between the two. Yeah, it has to be mutual agreements. Mm. I agree. I think that, um, you you know, in getting to know uh, one another, um, if, if somewhere along the line you see something that you're not going to be able to cope with or deal with or that is disturbing to you, I think that it has to be discussed. You know, I, I don't want to uh, send the, the miss message that just as long as two people agree that they want to be married, that they should be married. Right. Uh, because even in that particular vein, there still is some unequal yokeness, okay? And <laughs> and so it can um, make for a bad combination. And so I think that, you know, when you dating, just because y'all get along don't mean that y'all supposed to be married. Uh, I think I brought out a point on the last show is that we get along now, but I might decide to go back to school get a college degree, and do something different in my life. You like me now while I'm working at McDonald's. Are you going to be able to handle me and sustain a relationship when I become uh, 
the supervisor over this or when I become an entrepreneur or you understand what I'm saying? We get along right now, but because I'm inspiring to grow and I'm ever evolving, I'm not going to be the same person that I am down here right now. Um, But we all, it don't necessarily have to be school. You know, somewhere in the relationship, I might, um, Anyway, I'm just saying that things change. I don't want to be yeah, long winded. They're going to both grow as individuals. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully, right? Hopefully, and and if you don't grow, you're gonna change. You're gonna you change at some. You you're hoping that there's evolving that takes place. Yeah. So yes, I agree with you in that you should take your time in getting to know. But also I feel like if you love someone and you feel like you really truly want to make it work with this person, you're going to, by all means, make it work if that's what you really want. You know what I mean? You're going to make it work or you're going to force it? No, you're going to work within each other to, you know, not force it, but if you, this is, okay, I love this person. I want to be with this person. I, I feel like I want to be married to this person. So we're going to, as a team, Work together to make this reality. Make it. See, because when you say make it work, there's an implication that there's something that's not jiving right that I got to work through. Right. And so. I'm going. So go ahead, Ebony. I agree with that, but I, I agree. I agree and I disagree at the same time because the only person that I feel like right now today that I'm willing to even try to make it work with that I may potentially have an issue with is my husband, not just some random person. You know what I'm saying? People grow and people change and things happen even in marriages, but like some random person, if I see something in you that I really don't too much like or that I feel like is an issue, I might have to let that go. Even if I did really like you at first, <laughs> you know, I can't just be really liking you and then something changes and we don't have a commitment like a marriage. And then I'm just like, well, I'll make it work. You know, I think that's one of the problems that women have and one of the mistakes that we make. And that is true. That's just me. What was you going to say, Joe? Nothing. That um, <laughs> I think I might just be an old maid, but you know, just <laughs> the way all these folks is talking, I don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to. So, but yeah, I, I, but in in there are some people who just don't want to be married, and in if that be the case. And you should be with somebody who don't want to be married. This, this, I think that yes, there are things that we decide that we want to work through. Um, that we, you know, hey, we're gonna to work together as a team. And if there are two people who are working in that direction, then that's phenomenal. That's a wonderful thing. 
I don't think that if I'm a woman and I'm in a relationship where I feel like, and see, unequal yoke is this, that I'm doing most of the work and I'm doing, somebody is pulling more than what they ought to be pulling. And it's causing a strain on me. And that person over there ain't doing no work. And they ain't, they not trying to work on their inner self. They not trying to work on, you know, their financial status. They not trying to work on, you know, their health. And so I'm the one that's doing all of the work to try to, in those situations, I think you ought to just let go. Right. I think you ought to, I think you ought to just let go. And, uh, cause you know, they be holding you down. They be like, it's like trying to drive a car with two wheels. <laughs> one in the front and one in the back on opposite sides. I ain't talking, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, you know, crazy. That's too much energy. It's too much energy to be in a relationship with somebody that I like and I love and, you know, we, we you know that we working together and everything is phenomenal. We the power couple. It's enough energy to keep that crap up because you got to keep yourself up. You got to stay energetic. You got to keep yourself in a position to where he's interested. You got to, you know, you got to uh, – empower him. You got to be his helpmate. You got to be, it's a lot of work doing it when it's working. Forget that bonky junk. If that Negro don't want to pull his weight, nigga, bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is nigga, true. bye. Oh, well, yeah, I'm just supposed to the one that's supposed to, I'm supposed to be the one that's supposed to bring him to Christ. No, let him get to Christ on his own. And I'm going to be over here, and when he finds Christ, I'm going to still be over here. No. <laughs> Thank you, Ed, for your call. I appreciate you. You're Thank welcome. you, Ebony. You're welcome. <laughs> Joe. But that's true, though. This brings me to a comment that uh, Jerry made, Jerry and Angie, as I'm looking at the feed. Jerry said, me and my husband had a five-year plan about marriage. Uh, We needed to date for five years first because in the first year, do you really, what do you really know about each other over the years we are going to change individually and what happens if we grow apart or our values change? What do you think about that? Who, what's her name? Jerry. Jerry. Hi, Jerry. (laughs) I just think that in any relationship, you're going to always evolve you're going to always change. And so, I mean, that's an agreement that the two of you came to. Hey, that's wonderful. Y'all both on the same page. Cool. You know, but now that you've spent five years together, what if at the end of the five years you'd be like, nope, I'm sorry, no thank you. You know what I'm saying? And Or do you say, well, I've already put five years into it. I might as well just keep on going. That's like five years of my life already gone. But that's a decision that the two of you come together with, and so you can't knock that. You know what I'm saying? When two people make a, a mutual decision, five years. And then what if at the end of five years he'd be like, he done lost his job, 
<laughs> when he was the breadwinner, right? Mm, now what? And you still don't have a commitment. I think that I need to be really, really honest and say this. Me and my husband got together in 2011. We were engaged by 2014. And he was coming up on his... That was like almost max. You know, we already shared everything. I feel like there's only so much that of a person that you can get to know. Um, and so many things that you can do. Hell, we lived together. We shared everything. You know, everything. I mean, it was just like I was so totally committed to him already. You know, we had everything together. We did everything together. We combined everything. Our finances were together. I feel like now you just playing with me. And so for me, five years is too. That's just me personally. Five years would have been, like, too long. And he was definitely coming up on his max you know, when he proposed. And that's just an honest to goodness truth. So, I mean, I feel like different strokes for different folks. I feel like five years is more than long enough to get to know somebody, especially if y'all live together. If that's the route you want to take, because, I mean, traditionally speaking, people didn't get to know each other at all. Y'all was just married. And now you get to know each other. And it's for the long haul. You know what I'm saying? People was growing into love back, back, back in the day. It wasn't no, let me see if I love you. Let me see if I want to be with you. Let me see. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. um, I heard a pastor talk about that, you know, like people talking about, I need to try this out first and try that out first to see if I want to. No, Nick. Goodbye. I don't want no. You know what I'm saying? Um, you already understand that there's gonna be some things. I don't know. Let me not. Let me not. Because you know everybody is doing it. Everybody is moving in together and then be mad like five years down the road when he's not married you. But I'm saying, ain't no more options. I mean, there's nothing else to, I mean, that's just my personal perspective. There's nothing else to look forward to. I mean, right. there's not, nothing else new to, ex, I mean, it's just not anyway. I mean, I'm old, so y'all don't listen to me. I'm old. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I mean, but you know what? You have some young people that are old school and who have those same types of beliefs, so don't just be like, I'm old. Girl, I'm old. I I, I just <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> and I you heard the sister say, Joe be going off on some tangent, boy. Be gone all the way off into the woods over and there behind where Hansel and Grant'll go in the woods. Yeah. But I think that well, because we have we don't we no longer have a standard, right? We no longer have a standard so much so to where, you know, I got to be given having, like, the expectancy is for me to have sex for a $20 meal. We don't have standards anymore. You know, you you really think you're doing something because you took me to Red Lobster, nigga, bye. But hold on. What about the females who think they is getting something because they went to Red Lobster? Don't it go both ways? What? What is that? 
What is Red <laughs> Lobster? Girl, I don't know because I don't. That's know everything. Like that. That's life. It's life to some people. Yes. When when y'all sit across from each other and both of y'all on y'all phone, ain't nobody has a conversation. <laughs> people don't know how to conversate these days, y'all. Please do not. No, they don't. And or so. Converse. <laughs> Converse. Where is Tamicia Lynn when I need her right now? Because do you know how many times I have gotten into it with people about the word conversate? However, Oof. let me think. We're not going you. there. People don't and know I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say nothing. I was moving right you on didn't along. Have to Stopped your entire conversation before you moved on. Now you can move on. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Taking me to the show ain't getting to know me. True. That's not a good place to go <laughs> if you're going on a date to try to get to know somebody. <laughs> James, talk about this converse. <laughs> Thank you, James. James, don't do that. That is so ugly. Don't do that to me. Thank you, I know what the word is. Thank you. I know exactly what the word is. Thank you. Well, so quit trying to put people on tilt like that. Don't do that. (laughs) Obviously, I put you on tilt. I'm sorry. No, you haven't put me on tilt. I I mean, I I just instinctively responded. I'm almost Mm -hmm. responded. That's all. Right. Exactly. And you said once you get married, it takes for a five dollar box from Taco Bell. What do you mean? (laughs) Get Red Lobster. Red Lobster is a treat, Angie said. You get a five dollar box, you're giving it up when you get married. Lord today. Well I think that uh (laughs) Okay. Five dollar box. Five dollar five dollar you giving it up. <laughs> you giving it all the way up for a fine alibi. Run that, huh? I love it. Absolutely. I think that we had an amazing show, Joe. We never, ever, 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 ever go less than two hours. I mean, we're working up on two hours, but we only have 18 minutes left, so we're really, really close. I think that tonight's show was um, beneficial in helping us to see why uh, people procrastinate with marriage and what are some of the things that we can do uh, about it to change it. A lot of the time, I think it's just a lot of people don't know. They have never seen uh, marriage work. They don't have good examples. And I think that the farther out we go, the the worse it gets, you know, generationally speaking. I'm just seeing a lot of that is going away every day. There are things that, that I've seen happening as a young child that I no longer see, just tradition, you know what I'm saying, as far as family traditions. There's so many things that I can name that used to be traditional when I was younger that are just totally not the same now, you know. For me, and that's because all. that's because people not tradition. People say it don't have to be that way, and I think the reason why people say that is because they don't want to bring themselves into discipline. Understand 
that a life of liberty has nothing to do with your ability to do what you want to do when you want to, but a life of liberty is more about discipline. Because Okay, no, 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 no. It's more about uh, you, living a disciplined life. A disciplined life offers you certain freedoms. Like if I wasn't disciplined in my money and my spending, then I wouldn't have the freedom to do other things. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, when you do what you want to do, I think that there are certain consequences and certain uh, byproducts that come along with it. Right. It, I mean, it just is. I mean, we, if we've used the word shacking. If you take that into consideration, I think that um, the reason why a lot of people get stuck into relationships is because they've allowed, they've allowed themselves to move in and they've become complacent and very comfortable with that. Then there's no motivation to do anything different. You know what I'm saying? The brother said that, and then when they move in, the sister be putting them out every other five days. <laughs> right. As soon as he do something wrong, and then you add it to that, not only is she throwing him out the dog, everything. <laughs> right. She his wants to throw out the dog and his clothes <laughs> and all of that. And then when she realized how how retarded that she was, and or when she calms down, then she gonna woo him back, and he gonna go back. So we have a comment, Teresa Michelle Paul said I married first uh, because of my baby, then I married again because I didn't have the full understanding of it's better to marry than burn, shaking my head. Neither marriage worked because I didn't love myself and was mentally all over the place. Then I went into a lifestyle that gave me more control of my feelings, but the pain and confusion was still the same. To me, no matter the time, it won't work if God isn't in it. Amen. Teresa, I agree. Um, some people marry for convenience and stability, and when you do marry, it should be understood that people grow and change. Uh, and if something should happen, that wife or husband is the one who will speak for you. Do you trust that person with your life? So much to marriage, period. We have some people, Angie agreed with you. She said, yes, tradition is discipline, which we try to rebel against when we're young. Um, Valencia chimed in and said, that's because great granny is 60, mama, granny is 45, and mama is, ah! mama is 30. <laughs> Amen, sis. That's why we've gone away with tradition. Everybody is so young, 60, 45, and 30. You Great grandma, mama, and grandma. That's crazy. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say something that um, my question is: is I guess I heard Teresa say in her statement that any relationship without God is not gonna work. And she did say I want. She did say that, and I want to acknowledge the fact that it does not mean that relationships that have God as the center of them are void of issues. Right. The misconception, is, the misconception is, is that 
once I have God in my life, then that means everything should be right. The misconception no. is, is, well, if she loved the Lord so much, then how come she got an attitude all the time? Or, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so we have a misconception that because God is there, that, that it makes it easier, but it doesn't, I don't want people to feel like that that is going to, you know, make everything right. I, I mean, I believe that people have less faith in God these days because they have lost faith in people. They have because people have misled them, and 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 I'm saying that because my question would be is why do we have relationships that are not God centered? And so then right. I begin to answer that question and say, well, a lot of people don't believe in God. They believe in this and they believe in that. Blah, 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 blah. However, I, I check, when we get in problems, we get in trouble. The first thing we put on our status is what? Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for my marriage. Pray for my this, right? But we don't want to allow God, back going back to that disciplined lifestyle, we don't want to allow God to be the center of our life, let alone our relationship, because it is going to cause call us to certain disciplines and spiritual principles that may not feel comfortable, but in the end, are going to benefit us. But we look for the quick fix. We look for the quick fix. Because I ask God to do it, then that means I shouldn't feel no pain. Where did you get that notion from? Because I ask God to be the center of my life then. You know what I'm saying? How about if I'm praying over my husband or if I'm praying over my children that the enemy is going to loose out all the legions Right, and if I begin to make a step in the direction of church, that the enemy is going to try at all costs, right, to up the ante. King Nebuchadnezzar, okay, I can't do that. Ah. They're going to turn up the no. fire, like, no, <laughs> huh? huh? <laughs> I hear you. I said, you're not about to talk about Nebuchadnezzar. No, I'm not going to do it. So I'm just saying that the the um, the stakes go higher once you make a decision to to allow God. And so people don't like pain. People don't like uh, conflict. And you know, I don't want to be tried, but there are certain tests that we have to go through in order to get to the next level. You can't become a supervisor if you don't learn how to be a crew member first, right? And a lot of people want to be the supervisor, the CEO, the owner, but they don't want to learn how to, okay, take direction and all of that. So amen to, uh, you know, God being the center of our life, but relationships take work, period. Absolutely. Who are you talking to, Joe? Myself. I'm over here saying, I'm over here talking to my, I'm trying to keep myself, you know. Right. Sorry. Sorry. So that brings us to the end of our show. I think that we had an amazing show tonight. Um, We have a couple few minutes left. 
Um, just a couple few, just a couple few. I think I'm gonna take us out with a little bit of music, but I do think that we were successful tonight in, um, you know, at least attempting to determine why people remain in these types of relationships. Ten years and went by, fifteen, twenty years and went by, and you still are not married, but yet you choose to stay. And I think that we have come to some good conclusions regarding why people do that. Shout out to the callers. Shout out to the people who joined the live video. Thank you to the people who shared the videos. Again, if you are still uh, watching, please share the video. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And also, I wanted to let you guys know that if you are willing to contribute to the show, because it does, there is a cost associated with us um, doing the show. You can cash at me at Hard Pen Pub. Again, my cash app is Hard Pen Pub, like my publishing company, Hard Pen Publications. Um. And I think that we had an amazing, amazing night. Again, so this is part two. We have a three-part series going on regarding love and relationships. And, you know, the first one was Love Don't Live Here No More, Stand in a Lovely Relationship. And we wanted to figure out how, you know, people stayed in with relationships the first time. This particular show is about, okay, now 10 years have went by, why are you still here if you haven't gotten married yet? Why have you stayed? What is the reason behind that? And I think that we were able to figure it out. Um, yes, Angie, I can put it in the comments. <clears throat> and um, the next show is why or why not do you equate marriage with winning. So next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about marriage and why do some people feel like you are just winning when you're in a marriage and um, all of that good stuff. So we have some good stuff coming up with the show. We have some possible strawberry letter type stuff where people can write in to us anonymously and we have some really, really good topics coming. So I just want to thank you guys. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Ian Hardy, author, underscore. Make sure you follow Joe on Instagram at Divinely Chosen. Because I think we can all agree that she is Divinely Chosen. What you got to say to the people, though? What up, though? <laughs> nah, I just, I'm, I'm grateful for um, for uh, those that have... Uh, called in and made some very good points to James and was that Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Okay. Okay, so very good uh, comments that came from them, also from those that have joined the live video. Um, I uh, went into the live video myself a couple times just to try to get a consensus of what the people were saying because it's difficult being over on this end and not being able to see the comments. And so um, I'm, I'm, one thing I'm really grateful for is uh, the ability to be open um, and for them to uh, speak how they feel uh, freely on the show, but also to be open to hear 
uh, what is being offered on the other end. And so I think that's how we ultimately come about a change is that not only do we come to the table with our own um, experiences, but we're also open uh, to hear uh, the experiences of others so that we're better to understand um, why a person does what they do um, and to love them right where they are until they get where they're going. So we thank all of uh, those that have tuned in. Absolutely. Thank you a million times, Ova. And I guess that brings us to the end of the show. You know, at the beginning of the show, I was playing Betty Wright after the pain. (laughs) That is my song. So I think I'm going to play that and play us out. Um, And that's it. I hopefully will see you guys same time, same place next week, Tuesday, 8 o'clock, Emotionally Empowered Radio. Talk about it Tuesday. I got to give a shout-out to my daughter, Tamisha, uh, our producer tonight. Tamisha in the his eye. (laughs) Tell her I ain't chew no ice not one time, so ha. Inside joke. She been doing her (laughs) thing. She's in there laughing. I hear her laughing from here. Uh, All right, guys. Love you guys. Thank you much. See you guys next week. Same time, same place. Well, I couldn't resist the urge to tell you the end of my story. For all of those who wanted to know what their life after the pain. 